This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Welcome back to Drive the Lane, the first episode of season four. We got a lot on this episode. We tell you what we've been up to. Joey talks about the Big Ten experience. We preview the season with Tyvis Powell, and we preview the Notre Dame versus Ohio State game, the biggest game maybe of the season, which is happening week one. It's all on this episode. But before we get to that, before we get to, you know, we have a Notre Dame writer on. We got creative this week. Before we get to all that, we got to tell you about our presenting sponsor, Brain Fuel. I got it right here. Got a couple peach mangoes left right here. Check this out. And want to know something, peach mango sold out. So you know this stuff is good. But listen, Brain Fuel is what we at Drive the Lane are using to help boost our long-term focus, productivity, and overall health. Joey, of course, we're still drinking our morning coffee, but as everyone knows, coffee alone does not cut it when the grind gets real. And it's football season. The grind is real. Ohio State played in the Bahamas, so it's basketball season. And instead of classic sugary energy drinks or pre-workout drinks, we're drinking brain fuel. But we're not the only ones drinking it. You know, if it's good enough for guys like Spencer Dinwiddie and guys like Marcus Smart, who play at the highest level in the NBA, I think it's good enough for everybody at home listening to this. Go get yourself some brain fuel. You will not be disappointed. And it's very simple. All you got to do is go to brainfuel.com. That's B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L.com. B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L.com. And guess what? If you're in Chicago, which a lot of our listeners are, because we're from Chicago, you can go to your local 7-Eleven, and there's a good chance that Brain Fuel is going to be there. So go pick some up. Brain Fuel, again, B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L.com. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. You know what else is good? What? Ohio State football being back, which we will touch on. But you know what else is good? (laughs) What else is good? Breaking news here at Drive the Lane. We are doing another live show. Yes, we are. Mark your calendars. It's nine. It's nine months from now. <laughs> nine months from now, there will be a baby born. No, it's November fourth, Friday, November fourth, the Friday before the Northwestern game. Time to be determined. Guests to be determined. But mark your calendars now at the Butcher's Tap in Wrigley slash Roscoe Village slash Chicago. If you're not from here, it's just all Chicago. Um, Joey's going to be in Chicago. It's going to be a lot of fun. But Joey, did oh, you imagine a live show where I didn't come and I just <laughs> and you just had me like zoom in on like a big TV or something? Live, live the lane without lane. Yeah, it would just be yeah, just be live the lane. <laughs> Joey, you know we haven't talked to the listeners in in quite some time, and we talk about this a little bit with Tyvis, but you you did something over yeah. the summer which is pretty yeah. cool, and I I'd love to have you talk about it, man. Yeah, well first first of all. Andrew, it's great to be back. Um, some people have, have heard us for these past few months that we've been away because they've been listening to the basketball tournament stuff. That's what we've been doing all summer. We're back on Drive the Lane. Who cares about the tournament at this time of the year? Just kidding. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, it feels good to be back. I did do some stuff in the meantime while we were away working on my craft. Um, you'll hear a little bit more about it. Uh, with with the Tyvis interview, but me and Tyvis were both invited to do this like Big Ten Network boot camp, um, and it was basically just a way for young aspiring former athletes to uh, work on their their media skills, whether it is in the studio, pregame, postgame, in the studio for like it, uh, they call it the big show, or think about like ESPN First Take, or you know a, a studio show like that. Uh, or work on calling games and how that works. I mean, none of us had ever done it before when we were in there. It was a blast. It was really awesome. We learned about, uh, we talked to a stylist, what what style fits us, what colors we should be wearing on TV and stuff like that. We talked to makeup artists, which uh, made a little bit more sense for the females versus the males. I was in there for literally three minutes. They gave me something that helps me comb my eyebrows and facial hair. And she told me, hey, if you ever 
break out for whatever reason, this is your skin tone that you need to buy makeup, like concealer for. And that's all that was. Um, we learned about how to interview people, which obviously was very fun considering we do this podcast. Uh, what makes a good question? What makes a bad question? Which I, I uh, shout out to Nicole Kraft and her, and her class that we talk about good and bad questions all the time when, I, when I'm a guest there. Um, but it's little things that you don't think about. Like, Andrew, we have an Ohio State show. But when I'm working for Big Ten Network, the Big Ten conference pay, is paying my bills, not Ohio State and Ohio State fans. So I can't be all, oh, I love Ohio State. We, we, us, us, I, I, uh, together, we, you know, like you can't do that. Um, you know, you see Joshua Perry, right? Like he was wearing yellow the other day and everyone's making fun of him being a Michigan guy. He's like, you know what? Yeah, it's funny and all that. But deep down, he's like, I'll wear purple, yellow, brown, don't care as long as they pay my bills. That's just what it boils down to. So that was the best advice I got was like, hey, the Big Ten Network pays your bills. If you have to say a nice thing about Michigan, like you'll say a nice thing about Michigan. Um, so, yeah, it was an unbelievable experience. I felt like I did well. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, fingers crossed, something comes of it this year. Um, I know that of the 10 or 11 people already, two of them, uh, two of the fall sports people, um, have gotten offered some sort of position or role in some of the fall coverage for big 10 network, which is awesome. It makes me feel like, okay, who knows, uh, what could happen, but yeah, I got to spend a couple extra days with Tyvis, which is never bad. Um, I wish you guys could have been a fly on the wall for some of the stuff that that he was saying because it was unbelievably funny. He has no off switch. I told everybody from the second we sat down at dinner the first night, and they were like, oh, do you know Tyvis? I was like, yeah, I do. And they're like, you know, a little small talk here. I'm like, the dude is the Energizer Bunny. You will be asking him to stop before you ask him to start anything. Like he just keeps going, going, going. And, and that's why everyone loves him. But yeah, it was a blast. I mean, great time, great experience. And hopefully who knows what, what, what will come of it, but drive the lane isn't going anywhere. Drive the lanes going nowhere. Obviously I'm hoping you get, you know, an opportunity. The listeners are hoping you get an opportunity, but like you said, we gotta, we gotta stay focused on drive the lane. And we do just that today, you know, with, with an interview with Tyler James from uh, Rivals, who covers Notre Dame and Tyvis, like we said. But but before we get to that, we got to talk about one more thing. It's officially college football season it is. because we have Heisman bets in, and I'm losing, you know, regular game day bets. So I'm 0-2 to start the year. I'm going to try and go. Let's say there's 14 weeks. I'm going to try and go 0-28. What do we think of that? I, I think if you went 0-28, that's harder than going 28 now. Definitely. But that being said, I got some <laughs> I got some picks for this week, okay? Hit, hit me with the picks. Hashtag Fade Zolden. It's official now. Hashtag Fade Zolden. So we talked to Tyvis. Everyone's kind of in on Purdue. I like Purdue three and a half. It's a Thursday game. So you got to listen Great. to this. What? You have, you have that already? No, I mean, it's just like now I'm out on Purdue. That sucks. I like Purdue. And the other one I have is is Arkansas minus six against Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's maybe a little higher ranked because of the past few years, but they lost a lot. And yeah. Arkansas retained a lot, added a lot. So that's the one that I actually feel comfortable with, which means it's more likely to lose if the track records <laughs> have, have told us anything. I'm staying away from Ohio State's line because it's like 50 points now. I'm taking the over in that game, and I'm taking Ohio State and the points. You are taking Ohio State and the points. Yeah, why not? Go Buckeyes. I love it. Um, Do we both have JSN Heisman bets in? I do. Okay, I put a little – I sprinkled a little little bit on a Travion Henderson bet as well just because – I did uh, a lot on Travion Henderson and a little bit on JSN. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't care if either of them won. Wouldn't care. Wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind it. Um, before we get to these interviews, which are great interviews, and we haven't previewed any of the game because these guys are way better at it because they know way more. Um, can we talk about the fact that, number one, this weekend, right, this is a big weekend, because, number one, this is the best opening game in the history of Ohio Stadium. Top five game, Notre Dame, Ohio State, like – Game day's here. Jack Harlow's the guest picker, which is hilarious, but a different story. Um, that's huge. But the biggest news is there might be a, a Bronny James sighting. 
it is basketball season after all. And LeBron is said to be there. He's coming. That's what everyone's saying. He's not the guest picker, but he's coming. But more importantly, his son, Bronny James, could maybe be in attendance, meaning I will be at the team tailgate. And if he's there, that would be very funny. Um, I'll take a selfie with LeBron and send it to you, Andrew. But I'm going to go out on record and say something pretty crazy, and I don't know how I feel about it. If Brownie goes to Ohio State and commits to Ohio State and, and attends, he has to commit and attend, I will strongly consider LeBron as the GOAT. Whoa. Strong, I strongly consider. Will I, will I change my mind? Probably not, but I'll strongly consider him. Makes me just kind of think that, you know, you already kind of think he's the GOAT because something his son doing, changing your mind, would obviously not be something he's doing, which makes me think those well, seeds are already planted. Do you think, you think LeBron has any impact on maybe any advice on where what situation might be best? Do you think the LeBron locker is back in the locker room for this weekend? Ooh. I don't think there's a LeBron locker. I think the whole locker room is just gone and it's just a LeBron shrine. A LeBron. Even though the LeBron, and I've said this a million times on the show, the LeBron relationship with Ohio State basketball is the most ridiculous, over the top. I, I was there for, I've been around the program for seven years. Never once have, have I been anywhere near LeBron. <laughs> this is the weekend. This is the weekend. Actually, he did go to the Michigan game. That was my sophomore year, I think. He went to the Michigan game. We were on opposite sides of the field. I was never – but it, it, we were the basketball team. You'd think that maybe the Cavs would be like, oh, look, it's the basketball team. Like, that's cool. No. So, anyway, what are your thoughts on, on Brownie and to Ohio State? Is there, are, they the, are they the front runners? Are they the dark horse sleeper team? Well, I think Titus said it best. <laughs> Until he commits, there's going to be a lot of pictures of him in different jerseys to uh, – to get some some buzz, oh, we gotta have Titus on. If he if Bronny makes like a top three, that's instant Titus and yeah. or Tate on the show. Regardless Wait, of Ohio State could be playing in the national championship, and we would make it a basketball show about Bronny James. Yeah, I think every school is the favorite right now. If that makes sense, like there's not like I've seen multiple outlets with multiple different programs being the favorite. Brownie to Ohio State. If he if Brownie visited Ohio State first, I think it's a big deal. He'll get an official offer. Like, come on, come on. When will we know? When will we know? Jake Eibler. When will we know if he's for sure there? Saturday morning. (laughs) Because the game's at night, so probably Saturday. I mean, I got to go see the coaches at some point, so maybe I'll get some inside information. Maybe, but we joke about it. It is football season. We've got an awesome interview. We. I really do think, Andrea, I think you agree. Like, Ohio State is better team. They're going to win. Like, it's championship or bust, and it starts yeah. this weekend. Yeah, we talk, we talk about that with Tyvis, but, I, I mean, I, I asked my roommate this the other day, Joey. If you had to bet, and obviously we did bet on we've, – we've come a long way from saying if we bet, we, this is what we Well, we're it's betting. legal in Chicago now. Right, but – Luckily, I was home last weekend, so I was – Right, right, right. If you had to – if you <laughs> – if you had to bet Ohio State player or the field to win the Heisman, what would you take? Are they even? Are they the same? No, no, it's not even. It's like it's like plus plus. Well, <laughs> I guess it would probably be like plus two hundred because Stroud alone is is. Yeah, I would take an Ohio State guy to. Yeah, I would. I only say that just because you think about the Heisman goes to the best quarterback in the country every year, basically, and. They're not going to give it to Bryce Young again. So, like, therefore, it's Strouds to lose. But I think, I think, I think there's a, makes a strong case in game one. Like, three touchdowns against Notre Dame, and he's already, like. Yeah, I'm just picturing Travion Henderson having, like, the most yards in Ohio State history, but, like, only in half of the games because he only plays in a half or three quarters. Yeah. Like, it just. Wait, so. I'm, I'm, I'm making this prediction right now. I want it on record. Travion Henderson will throw a touchdown this year. Whoa. Yeah. I want this on record. CJ Stroud will run for a touchdown this year. Whoa. <laughs> People hate him for not running. People True. Forget that. True. People hate him. Hated him. We, hate, we were out on him. <laughs> were we out on him? 
I was definitely out on him at one point. And then by the, by the next, I'm, by, I'm never out on anybody because I was an athlete. Like I can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't be out on these guys, but I, like, but there are some guys I've been out on internally, never externally though. I've heard some guys that you're out on externally, but maybe publicly is the word you're looking for. Right. Publicly. Yeah. Publicly. yeah. Um, but, but let's get to these interviews with, with Tyvis Powell and Tyler James right now. All right, joining us now on Drive the Lane, the first guest of the year, making his 17th Drive <laughs> the Lane appearance. Tyvis Powell, welcome back to the show. Why you be making me laugh? Like, we got to be serious. This is a podcast. Thank you again for allowing me to come on. You know, it's just, it lets me know that I did well, you know, through the, the this last 16 times that I've been on. You know, just, I haven't said anything too crazy. So thank you guys for allowing me to come on again. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's always a pleasure, obviously. And and we got to start with talking a little about little bit about what you've been up to because it has been so long. Me and you have seen each other. Yes. You and Andrew haven't seen each other. What what's been going on in the life of Tyvis Powell? Oh, a little this, a little that. No, yeah. So what since the last time I see obviously I was doing the I was working at 971 the fan. You know, I do the radio. I'm a fill-in guy. I'm nothing solid. Anytime I need somebody to fill in, they call me. So that's what I do at 97.1 The Fan. Um, I'm doing high school football this year. So every Friday, me and Matt Andrews is going to wherever they decide is the game of the week. And we're calling that, which is fun because I love doing high school football. On Saturdays, when the football season starts, I'll be doing the pregame show again. And then I, after that's over with, I will go to the Hollywood Casino and host the watch party. So anybody that's listening, if you want to see, hang out with your boy for the game, pull up to the Hollywood Casino. And then on Sundays, I accepted the job to do the Browns post pregame and post game show. So I do one hour of the pregame show, the final hour of the pregame show. And then I do two hour post game show with Jeff Phelps. And he's a, he's hilarious. And then on Wednesdays and Fridays, (laughs) (laughs) on Wednesdays and Fridays, I do the ultimate Cleveland sports show in Cleveland at channel three, where I'm with uh, Jay Crawford, Garrett Bush and Adam the Bull. So yeah, it's been a pretty busy. Uh, it's been pretty busy. So, is your is your wife hate you? What, what's the deal with all that? You know, this the thing, Andrew. When you know, when you around somebody all the time, especially a guy like me that's high energy, you want a break. You know, you need to get away from it after a while. So she really enjoys the when I'm leaving and I'm gone because it's like she can relax. But the kids is still here, so. And my daughter is like a spitting image of me. She's very uh hyper, yeah, and jumping off the wall. So somebody got to do it. Somebody got to hold it down when I'm not around. And she's gladly taking that title. So, so the new type is Paul. I mean, like you're not. Whoa, a- whoa, whoa! What are you the new? What do you mean the no, new? No, you know what I mean. You know, this is the first year where you are full go. Sports media analyst Tyvis Powell, what are your what are your feelings? What are your emotions? What what are your thoughts so far? You know, I, I was telling somebody this the other day. It's it's almost like stealing. You know, it's like I'm going. I don't look at it like a job. Like I look at it like I cannot believe that people are going to pay me money to talk about things that I love. Like that's. It's just a dream come true. You know, it's really a blessing. And I, I'm not ever nervous. I I, te- I typically have an opinion on everything that's going on. And to be able to voice that opinion and get compensated for it, man, it's like I robbed the bank. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you definitely have earned it. You know, you got your shot at that, at that Big Ten thing with Joey, which Joey and I talked about a little bit in the intro of this episode. I'm traveling. Yeah, we're, we're – um, <laughs> But you've definitely come a long way since you kind of just called us from probably your basement or something on, on <laughs> that one time. So you're welcome for bringing you into the, you know, the media world. And now it's your turn to pull us up with you because you're so. Well, well Joey is Joey is the one that's, you know, he's doing True. he's doing that. He's at the fan. Then I look up and he had basketball tournaments and all kind of jazz. I don't like the guy is Hollywood right before my eyes. I had no idea that he was like so big time. Oh, far from it. We have, I, I wish we, 
I don't know. Do you want to go into Big Ten Network stuff? Do you want to not talk about that? That was. Oh, what about it? Well, I mean, yeah, let's... It, was so much, it was so much fun. It I definitely want... was. I really enjoyed it. I missed y'all. I actually <laughs> missed y'all. <laughs> no, we had such a fun time for those two days. I mean, like Andrew said, we're time traveling a bit, so we're not going to talk about the whole experience, but give us your highlights from the Big Ten Network experience that we got to do together. Well, for me, I. I just wanted to go in there and make sure that I was on the right path. You know, it was just kind of, am I, is there things that I need to work on? I was going in it with an open mind that I'm open to constructive criticism. And the problem was I received no criticism. <laughs> they was like, you're absolutely doing everything correct. So for me, it was just having that confirmation that I'm doing everything that I need to do. I didn't realize how much the radio, me being on the radio every day helps me. Like I'm, when I went there, I was so comfortable in front of the camera. You knew I, they asked me to do things and right on the spot, I was, I had answers and ready to go. So it was like, just, <laughs> it was crazy. And then, like I said, I get, the highlight for me was probably meeting new people. Like I, I really enjoyed meeting all of y'all and getting to know y'all and see, watching y'all excel as well. It was like, it was good because like, it's like we became a team and I was like, I was rooting for y'all. Like y'all doing it. Like it was, that's what I liked the most to get this, to sit back and watch y'all do. Cause I knew I was going to do what I was going to do. Like I wasn't worried about that, but to see everybody else be exactly as good as I am. Like I was like, man, we all on the right path. And I could see all of us all making it if we choose to do this. Andrew, the, the best part, and then we'll, we, we can talk some Ohio State football. The best part of the whole thing, Tyvis-wise, was that every time he walked out of a room, and we could all – we could hear each other, we could see each other on TV. Like, we saw everything. Every time Tyvis walked out, he'd be like, I fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> every single time. We're like, dude – like the producers are right there and I bombed and it. Oh, I bombed it. You'd be like, I bombed. I'm I should just leave. We're like, dude, you did great. And everyone said you did great. Like, they're not lying every time. It's like, all right, fake humble guy. You know, you know how you know how you supposed to like in your mind, you wanted to be perfect. It was times that I kind of like stuttered at times or I didn't get to clearly speak what I wanted to say. So I was like, I bombed, man. It was supposed to be flawless, but it wasn't flawless. It was like, instead of 100%, it was like 98.6. It's a problem. You're you're human. You're human. (laughs) That's actually your body temperature is supposed to be 98.6. So 98.6 is not a terrible percentage and number to be at if we're going to get specific. Oh, you got to be 100. Like, that's the thing. I'm I'm 500 degrees. Like, I (laughs) don't know. I didn't I didn't get to watch you there, obviously. I saw some of the real, but I want you to to prove it to me. Prove that you know you know what you're talking about. You're okay. worthy of these jobs. Okay. <laughs> Give us the rundown on this Ohio State football team this year. All right. Well, uh, obviously the offense is coming right back. We got CJ Stroud and we got Jackson Smith and Jigma and Travion Henderson. You know, that's been the three-headed monster. CJ, arguably the best quarterback in this year's draft and in college football this season. Um, Travion Henderson with them adjusting the line and getting the new O-line coach from UCLA, Justin in here and getting those traditional guard bodies back on that offensive line. We should see that them open gaps and Travion Henderson should be able to run the ball effectively back to where we used to see Ohio State. You know, that was a great balanced team probably run the ball more so than pass. With Jackson Smith and Jigma, you know, he's arguably the best wide receiver in the country. Teams is going to be looking to get after him and make sure they cannot let that guy beat them. So we need Marvin Harrison Jr., who had a phenomenal Rose Bowl. I think he had three touchdowns in that game. He's going to have to step up. And then Julian Fleming, who was probably one of the top recruited wide receivers we've had at Ohio State. He has some health issues, but this year he looks good. Um, He won the Iron Buckeye Award from off-season training, which is a huge honor. That means you did everything correct, and you were a leader throughout the whole thing. Look to see that guy have a big uh, year. Outside of him, we flip to the defensive side of the ball. They've heard all the criticism this whole offseason about how terrible they was, the toughness isn't there, and they they are not the silver bullets. And it really reminded me of back when I was in 2013. We literally went through the exact same offseason that they did. Coach Mick probably showed them all the bad clips that they had. So it's an anger built up inside of them. I think that first game against Notre Dame, they're going to be so eager to get out there and put change the narrative 
narrative of the defense because everybody thinks that they're soft. They think that they're here for the ride. Everybody's coming to watch the offense. They have to take it personally and be like, the silver bullets is back, baby. We here to show y'all we make plays too. And I think that would make them a tight group. Jim knows is talking about, uh, well, Ryan Day wants a top 10 defense. Jim knows say everything else here is top five. So why can't this defense be top five? And I like that. I was like, I, I, that's what I'm talking about. That's what we need. That's so I, I'm really looking for them to be very aggressive. Um, Notre Dame is dealing with some injuries. They got their first, the first year quarterback come when well, he's not a first year. This will be his first year starting. Um, Tyler Buckner's coming in. Um, they dealing with a lot of injuries at wide receiver. They lost one of their top receivers um, with an ACL. The running back room is thin and now they're losing some offense alignment as well. So I, I I think if you look at it correctly, it's the quarterback and the tight end is who the main threats are on this Notre Dame offense. If a tight end beats us at Ohio State, then we need to we 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 need to fire everybody because this it should be some furniture moving in Columbus, Ohio if we let a tight end just get sexy on us. So I don't see – I don't think the Notre Dame game will be the one that tells if the defense is back. I want them to have a dominant performance, but I don't want people to get overwhelmed and be like, oh, the defense is back. That's not the test. I don't think that's the test. I don't think Arkansas State's the test, and I don't think Toledo's the test. However, that Wisconsin game will be the one where we find out if the toughness part is back because we all know traditionally Wisconsin's going to run the ball. They got a great running back coming back. And Graham Martz, if – back to freshman year quarterback grammars they he he was pretty good so with this being his last year there i'm looking for him to make some noise but that's what i see out of the offense and the defense from ohio state this year joey i know you're gonna have a follow-up but i want to ask this so i don't forget it yeah <laughs> how, how was that analysis you like that that was fantastic you're killing form <laughs> no, very informed you went all the way to week four with ohio state <laughs> we feel very informed my question to you you kind of said Ohio State has arguably the best running back, quarterback, and wide receiver yes. in the country. If you had to put money on one of those three guys. Great question, Andrew. If you had to put money on one of those three guys to win the Heisman, who would it be? I'd uh, probably be C.J. Stroud because of the thing. Well, but all things considered, Tyvis, you don't win as much money if you put it on C.J. Stroud. What that mean? Considered. You asked me who did I think will win the Heisman. Yeah. I think – I think see, I think it's between CJ Stroud and Travion Henderson. The problem that I don't, the reason why I can't necessarily give all the money to Travion Henderson on this is because I don't under, I don't know how they're going to run the ball this season. You know, it's last year they put the ball in CJ hand quite often. And I don't know if that's going to change or not this year. I, I would like it to change. I think with a guy like Travion Henderson, who can be a game wrecker, you got to find a way to get him the ball. But CJ is that guy. He's arguably the best quarterback in, in college. You have to let him showcase his talents. If things get muggy and funky, you go to the guy that you trust that's been in situations that's made plays before. And CJ has shown week in and week out that he can make those plays. So I think if it all come down to it, CJ is going to be the one with the ball in his hand. So he's the safe bet. While we're on the topic are, cause this is, people are going to be listening to this right before the season starts. Do you have any other guys beyond Ohio state that you think like maybe an outsider's perspective to win the Heisman, maybe throw some cash on somebody else to win the Heisman. Maybe if I was, if I was placing cash on somebody else, um, I would go Caleb Williams or B. John Robinson, the running back from Texas. The reason why B. John Robinson is because Quinn yours is becoming the starting quarterback. He transferred from Ohio state. I think they have to, you can't necessarily go right into the season and expect Quinn to just be that guy right off the top. I think it's going to be a learning process. B. John Robinson was killing it last year and I think that they're going to ride his coattail until Quinn gets acclimated with the speed of the game and then they'll start sprinkling Quinn in there to make those passes but I think that Texas that Texas offense will be high on B. John Robinson usage and as far as Caleb Williams he got he got the Belitnikov winner with him, and that Belitnikov winner didn't leave Pittsburgh to just be out there chilling. So Caleb Williams is gonna they're gonna spray the ball around. The only thing, my only concern with USC this year is the fact that they offensive line might not be full strength and ready to protect as protect him as much as needed. And I think that ultimately becomes their downfall. But those are the two guys that outside of Ohio State that I will put money on. So I think I think this is one one of those years 
where like a two loss team has a guy that just has crazy stats mm-hmm. and you know, Stroud, Henderson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, any of those guys is maybe the better player, better prospect. Yeah. They all, you know, take votes from the yeah, rest they can't, of they cancel each other out. Right. And then it's a guy like RG three or giant Manziel where they were unbelievable, but their team, you know, they're not in the playoff. They're not in the national championship. So who, would, who, who would you pick? So I like, I like the, the Caleb Williams side yeah. of it because I don't think they're going to be, you know, undefeated. I don't think right. they're going to be in the playoff, but I think his numbers are going to be there. Well, he got Lincoln Riley. So, and Lincoln yeah. Riley is he, him and our Ryan day is like one, one, a one B when it comes to developing quarterbacks. So I have, I have two bets and it's on Jackson Smith and Jigba and Travion Henderson. And that's my way of betting on Ohio state to win the national championship without betting on them to win the national. Championship. <laughs> well, January 1st is legal in, in, uh, Ohio. So I know, can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I haven't, I was in Chicago when I, <laughs> <laughs> um, back to Ohio State football, Tyvis. We ask you this every time, but I'm always curious. Have you been around the program at all? Have you been in person practice? Have you seen? Because if not, we should go soon. I have not been. You know, ever since I moved down here in May, said I'm gonna go up there and watch some practice. I have not been there. I've been very. Did you hear the schedule that I rattled off earlier? I've been, I've been a very busy man. It's part of the job. It's part of the job. You got to see the very, very busy man. I do need to get up there, though. I, I promised myself that I'm gonna go up there. So I just seen Ryan Day a couple days ago, and we sat down and had a nice conversation. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna go up there because I need to see. I need to go see my boy Coach Mick and Coach P, man. That's my my guys. Yeah. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen the Jamal Adams video when he tries to get into the Jets facility? And yep. <laughs> Go that's going to be Tyvis Powell trying to get into the- I don't know. You see, the, now the last time I went, I ain't been to the Woody in like two years. And I had the thumb, I had my thumbprint working. I wonder if it still works. <laughs> that would be interesting if it doesn't. Andrew, you've seen my thumb still works. Yeah. You've seen it in person. I'm... <laughs> If mine works, then yours works. At the Woody? No, 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 no. I was about to say, you got pulled. (laughs) (laughs) It would be be really fun if Andrew came for a a weekend or whatever and we all went to a Friday practice together. That would be very fun. Let's do it. Let's plan it. Let me tell you, Joey, I don't know what your Thanksgiving plan is, but I will – Nine out of 10%, so 90%, 90. 98.6. 98.6%, I will be at the Michigan game. Okay. I'm not, I won't be going to it, but yeah. But you'll I be gotta, in town. Oh, yeah, I'll be at the Hollywood Casino. You'll be at the Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood Casino with you. That's something yeah. to play. Um, Tyvis, we ask you this every year also, but you always give us a different answer. We well, I, that's a, this is a lie, but go ahead. What's the no. question? We need an untold Tyvis story. <laughs> One time you told us about Terry and Cardale shooting paintball at each other in the dorm room. We need something like, give us a Zeke story or something. Uh, there's, I don't have any Zeke stories that could be a, that, that I should tell live on this, that that's, those are not, <laughs> those are not for podcast uh, use. I would never tell a hip like that. Let's see. That's a good story. Give me, give me, let me think about it. I never thought about this. Um, you got to be ready for your, you know, you're a few shows a week away from being a seven week or seven day a week guy. And then someone's going to want to write a book about you and you're going to need to have these stories ready to go. Let me think. Uh, I got a story. I got a story. All okay. right. Okay. So my boy, and he said I could say his name. So I'll tell you, my boy Armani Reeves, we was playing. So when we was playing in 20, this had to be 2013, maybe. Yeah, 2013. And no, it was 2014. 2014. Boom. We called it in 2014. Right. Armani was messing with this girl. Right. This is a story about uh, any kid, any men that's listening. This is why you treat women with respect and don't do anything wrong. Anyways, Armani was messing with this girl, right? <laughs> and something happened where they fell out. You know, you're not college couples, are you? You, you? you mess around, something hits the fan, you go your separate ways. Well, this girl was obsessed with Armani, right? She didn't want to let it go. So Armani moved on and the girl 
knew where Armani lived. So <laughs> one night while he was asleep, she like took her used tampons and like put them on his car. So when he got in the, up in the morning, they were like on his hood and his windshield of these bloody tampons. <laughs> and I was like, what in the world is going on? So yeah, that's that was one of the wild stories that happened. It didn't happen to me, it happened to Armani, but I was a witness of it and I was just like, <laughs> You gotta work. You gotta watch who you mess with. You know. That's what windshield wipers are for, though. No, nah, they no, nah, because I wouldn't. Oh who, wanna, who wants to touch <laughs> that? All around. To touch that. <laughs> oh, no thanks. Yes. Yeah. Joey, was that what you expected that story was gonna be? Yeah, it's funny you asked. It. I was just gonna say, can you tell the Armani story? But you, <laughs> good that it came up naturally. <laughs> there it is, <laughs> Joey. I don't know if we've done this version of this. <laughs> with Tyvis yet, the sponsored version of this. You know what I mean? You got a yeah. sponsored version? Y'all sponsored? Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, you know we're sponsored. I, I guess we before, we, before we get to it, Andrew, the last kind of wrapping up Ohio State kind of preview, Tyvis, give us the prediction for the Notre Dame game, score and all. Do they cover all that fun stuff? And oh, yeah, they're yeah, they they're definitely going and the to the national cover. championship expectations. Obviously, you're gonna say they're gonna win. I jumped ahead. I jumped ahead because I know what Tyvis is capable of and I got excited. So okay. way to way to bring what? us back in, Joey. What Sorry, I'm someone's gotta do it, you know. <laughs> what I'm capable of. Wow. Uh so the the final score, my final score prediction is I'm gonna say 42 21. No, I'm going to go 42-17 Buckeyes for the Notre Dame game. That that sounds about right. Covering with ease. Yeah, easily. <laughs> what was the next question you asked me? National championship preview. Obviously, you're going to say Ohio State is the championship or bust. That's the expectation. That's the prediction. Yes. But, like, what are the final four teams going to be? What seed is Ohio State going to get? Who are they going to play in the Big Ten championship? All that fun stuff. What does the path look like? Okay, so Alabama is going to be one. Um O State will be two, going against Georgia with three, and then at four, I think Clemson might. I think Clemson comes back. Vengeance. I think they. It was a down season, so I think they're gonna play with a big, a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Whether we love them or hate them, Dabo Sweeney is a great coach, and I think he's gonna have those guys ready to play. That would be nice to see those four teams in the playoff mix it up a little bit. <laughs> It's not gonna happen for a while. It's gonna be the same thing. USC got a chance when they get their line correct. All right, I like that answer. So outside of Ohio State, you know, Michigan's in the top ten. Wisconsin's in the top twenty-five. Michigan State's in the top twenty-five. Who are your teams that you think can really give the Buckeyes a hard time? Whether it's they have a matchup with them this year or a potential Big Ten championship team. Well, I'm going to stay in the Big Ten. Um, you got to watch out for those trap games. Um, obviously, Wisconsin's going to be jacked up. And I like I tell you, that's going to be the, the first test if they do or if they are a physically gifted team. Did they become tougher in this offseason? So that's one for sure. Um, outside of them, I don't really – I mean, you want to say Penn State. I think Penn State always battles well. But I don't know if they got, you know, the weapons at the wide receiver position. You know, they losing Jahan Dotson was a big blow. But I do like Sean Clifford. I do think he's a good quarterback. Um, if Michigan – I tell you what, if Michigan State fixed their pass defense, which is – I can't believe that I'm saying this. If Michigan State picks, fixes their pass defense, they will be okay because they do have a decent quarterback and they do have a, a really good wide receiver. So – if, if he can get funky a little bit, then they'll give him a chance. But if I had to pick one team, I'd say Wisconsin because of the, the the running back that they got. You know, if you can't stop the run, it could be a long night. And last year, that was a little concerning. So we'll see. Um, all right. Now we're ready. Last thing before we get to it, the other guy that I wanted to mention for the Heisman is a guy from five minutes from my hometown who I played basketball with growing up and his older brother. Aiden O'Connell, who's the quarterback for Purdue. Yeah, ball there. Special shout out for him. He's, he's a, incredible. He's yeah. So, like, that's a – I'm definitely going to be, when I get to Illinois, wagering on him as well. That's the last – that's the, that's the last Heisman talk. Now, Tyvis, we end Wait, every – Wait, Joey, 
Joey, it's funny you say that because I, Tyvis, I almost said, and Purdue's not on the schedule this year, so we don't, Ohio State uh, doesn't yeah. have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might win the West. Yeah. Go, uh, Joshua Perry's got him number three. Perry's got him number three. I know something. Easy, easy. They, the problem is not Aiden O'Connell. It's the, pro- the fact that Aiden O'Connell won't have receiver weapons anymore. David Bell is not there. Somebody's gonna have to step up. They and I just actually talked to a guy on the radio last week. That's Charlie Jones. He's not good enough. No, <laughs> Charlie Jones. He went to my high school. Guest <laughs> 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 on the show just gotta, murdered by Tyvis Ball. I'm just saying no, but like what I'm saying is, even if he was, they're not beating Ohio State. So like, yeah. That's fair enough. Fair it's enough. only gonna go so far. That's what I'm saying. Like it's only gonna go so far. All right, Tyvis. The last segment, you know it, you love it, you know what's coming. But this year, it's sponsored by Brainfield, the presenting sponsor of Drive the Lane, also the sponsor of the famous last question. Um, you know what it is. You are used to this. You are great at this. This is. It's made for Tyvis Powell, the professional sports media guy. What questions do you have for us, Tyvis? (laughs) My question is, what's next for you, Joey? What are you you doing now that you've done the Big Ten? Have you heard anything? Are you doing anything with them during basketball season? Because they let me do the Arkansas State game, like the pregame tailgate show. Oh, I didn't. You didn't tell me that. Oh, yeah. Well, it was breaking news. No, I mean, I. I I thought I didn't I not say that I, I guess I didn't say that I'm doing Great that one news. it's just literally that one game though like they I lane bump. and you're doing the Big Ten tailgate oh I can't wait to come yeah. it's, it's the, the it's the Arkansas State game though so come on man don't play it down that's awesome um, anyway, are you are you doing anything have you stayed in contact with them is the question um yeah I mean I've stayed in contact a little bit there's nothing that I know yet obviously it's a months away from basketball season. I'm not – me and Andrew were talking about it the other day. I'm not banking on doing anything. Um, I wasn't either. Right. No, I trust me. I know you told us that. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's a, obviously basketball is a little bit different, right, because there's no – it's different and it's different in a couple of different ways. Number one, there's a lot more pregame shows and postgame shows because there are games mm-hmm. almost every single night. But the difference is, like, you guys have a show every Saturday. Yes. You know, it's a little bit it's, – it's just different. Um, but, no, I haven't heard anything. Obviously, I'd love to do stuff if presented with the opportunity. Um, if not, keep doing my thing, doing drive the lane, doing my, my, my big boy job in sales and, and see where the chips fall. I'm not – what I've told everybody I've connected with in that world, it's like I would love to go down that path. I'm very happy with what I'm doing now. I'm going to keep organically making contacts and mm-hmm. doing content and doing the radio when I can during basketball season and doing this yes. show every week and, and see what happens. I'm, I'm not going to be quitting what, what I'm, you know, my sales job to dive headfirst into trying to do right. something else. I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at and we'll see what happens. But um, I, to answer your question, no, I haven't heard anything yet, but, <laughs> but who, who knows? I mean, I'll make sure to hit them up when uh, when they're, uh, you know, for like the Notre Dame games. I'm going to make sure they know that I'm around if they need me to go walk around and ask people questions, you know? Well, sure. Andrew, my question for you are, are you still doing any football podcasts this uh, year? So I did that show with you for two episodes, three episodes last year, and then we got bored yeah. and you started doing more shows for money. but no we're not we're not doing any i'm not doing any more football stuff we're going very all in on drive the lane this year i would say is is a good way to put it you know we mentioned brain fuel we got a big big presenting sponsor they're awesome they're doing some cool stuff they're going to be you know hopefully giving us some of their athletes to have on the show because they got some big 10 athletes they got some professional athletes that you know have to do with the big 10 so we're going we're going all in on on drive the lane so that's a great question because now we can say to the listeners we're all in this year you should be too make sure you subscribe like and share Tyvis, do you you great Tyvis, if we have a live show in chicago will you come in town for it it depends 
I have to check my schedule. <laughs> you know how much PTO? You know how much PTO he's got to put in to come to Chicago for? I don't think I don't think you'd be able to honestly. And that was like kind of like an, an that was like a uh, you know when you ask those questions that you know the answer to. I forget the name off the top of my head, but like it was like in the negative way. It was like I know the answers. No, I don't know why. A rhetorical question. If yeah. I was if I was free, yeah, but I don't I. I don't know my schedule. You got that's one the of thing. these though. You'll call yeah. in. You got and, one. That's a fact. That's a fact. And we're not and we're not gonna pay you. So uh, that yeah, yeah. I'm doing uh, yeah. some things you don't need to be compensated. Oh, you're yeah. you're too kind. <laughs> Y'all are <just> hilarious. <laughs> All right, Tyvis. Anything else you got for us before we let you get back to your other seven hundred uh Y'all, listen, everybody got to cut it out with that because I don't have, I literally have three, 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 it's three, no, it's three, it's three main gigs, the radio, the Cleveland show, and the Browns, like that's, that's it, three things. I'm so excited about the Big Ten tailgate, that's going to be, yeah, me too, me I'm going to be in the front row with a sign, <laughs> wait, Andrew, you should come for that game. That would be fun. I'm not coming. I love Arkansas State. Arkansas State. What's wrong with with Arkansas State? You were saying the same thing, my friend. You were saying it's Arkansas State. I'm not coming in for Arky Light. If they were playing Arkansas, I'd be there. Everybody would, but this is is Arkansas State's Super Bowl. True. You're going to be on the pregame show for Arkansas State's Super Bowl. That's cool. That is pretty. When you put it that way, it's yep. very cool. It matter. It matters to the people at Arkansas State. There are gonna be a lot of people tuned in from Arkansas. <laughs> Y'all is crazy. <laughs> Next time we have you on, Tyvis, because this just gave me a great idea. Ohio State Arkansas would be an awesome, cool game. So next time we have you on, we'll do hypothetical, you know, matchups that could be cool for Ohio State to play in. Alabama, Ohio State. All right, my last question for Joey. Yeah. Now that he's got this, the basketball team I'm talking, now that they got this recruiting class coming in, and now I think the 2023 is at third right now in the class. If If it stands and everybody comes in from that same class, how long do you think it takes for them to win a national championship or make it to a final four? Can we get to a sweet 16 first time? Is that allowed? I'm just asking. I'm Um, asking the questions that America wants to know. Uh, First of all, this class isn't done. We're still going to get Bronnie James. So you getting Bronnie? Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) You breaking news. (laughs) Um, That's a, that's a good question. I would say, I would say that in the next, Two years will be we'll go to a sweet sixteen in the next okay. two years. Okay. And once we go to a sweet sixteen, that's gonna like break the seal in like ex- like expectation of sweet sixteen like every year after that. Mm-hmm. Within the next seven years. Seven years. I would say a final four in the okay. next seven so years. So it's twenty twenty two. So by twenty twenty nine, somewhere in from there, twenty twenty two to twenty twenty nine, we should have a championship in basketball. Well, no, final four. Final. Oh, Final Four! Excuse me. Championship. That's the hardest thing to do in college sports is win a is win a NCAA championship. So uh, in basketball, football too. Calipari's only won one. Like that's insane. Did you so, see? Did you see the beef at Kentucky? Yeah. Is it? Is he wrong? The, the Yeah. No, he's not. But that's not. You just can't little, say it. It's some hating. It's a lot of hating going on. Like you ain't got, you don't have to hate on the football team to get. He's not hating on the football. Yes, he is. They're Kentucky. They should have the best. Stop it. They should have the best. Kentucky ain't did nothing in years. No, but they're Kentucky. So what? Just like Texas. Should Texas not have the best? No, they lost. They can't. Texas can't talk to me until they beat Kansas. All right. Well. It's the, it's the same thing, though. You get what I'm saying. No, I don't. No, I don't. You should have better, it's, better. It's not, a, it's not about what you've done. It's what you've done lately. Okay. So Kentucky's a football school. Yes. No. My <laughs> oh, my God. We're not even going to get into the fact that you think Ohio State football players could beat Ohio State basketball it's a players. fact. No, I know that it's not. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. See, now you're telling lies. 
I never said that they would beat them. I That's not the argument. I said they would not lose by more than 15 points. That's what I said. Okay. And I, I will die on that hill. All right. You know that if they were good, good enough football players to beat them, they'd be playing basketball in college, not football, right? I didn't say they was going to beat no, them. But I'm just saying in general. That's what the argument, people are like, Oh yeah, like they can beat them, but it's like no, 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 no. I don't think they, I don't think they would beat them because at the end of the day, that's not their sport. They do it recreationally. Do you think the Ohio State basketball team would beat the Ohio State volleyball team? Heck no. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Heck no. No. That's why I said I never said that they would beat them. (laughs) I never said that they would beat them. I said they wouldn't lose by more than fifteen. But respectfully, I disagree. You think they get blow blew out? Yeah, if blown, blown out. Let's try and get your let's let's get your vernacular correct here. <laughs> they get blew out. What you mean? <laughs> no, I no, I think that if they play ten times, one of the games could be within twenty points. Sure, yeah, they ain't playing ten. They gonna play one time. No, if I they played one, I think game, they would be within fifteen. If they played one game and Ohio State wanted to, Ohio State basketball wanted to dominate them and weren't joking around at all, it would not be close. It wouldn't be close. I'm just saying. I'm I I disagree respectfully though. There's just no there's just no oh I don't know. I think it would be I think it would be maybe close after both teams like graduated high school when they both maybe had just played basketball because some guys but but like after three years of only playing football and three years of only playing basketball they got a hoop in the woody what are you talking about it's not the same thing they shoot around all the time shooting shooting around at the woody is not the same thing as literally being the best it's not that hard to score oh (laughs) that's what i'm saying it's not that hard to score. i, I think we need a, tyvis versus joey tyvis. one i can go oh. get a bucket tyvis, tyvis versus joey one-on-one tyvis, I get, you stand alone wide open threes from top of the key how many are you making out of ten maybe four all right okay just making sure you didn't say like ah, probably eight <laughs> no maybe about four all right. I'm not the shoot. I'm not a. I'm not. I don't label myself as just a shooter. I don't label myself as a slasher. I'm a hooper. Okay. I'm a bucket get. Like I do everything. I can. Okay. I can shoot when need be. I can drive to the lane. But what I really like to do is pass. I'm a passer. You're a passer. You're LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm better. <laughs> I taught. I taught LeBron what he knows. So that that's, of course. Oh man, That's Magic Magic Johnson taught me, and I taught LeBron. When we go to the Woody for practice, we we will shoot around. Okay, good. I that shot around on the old court. It was kind of shitty, the old court when you were there. That that was the one that uh me and Cardell uh played. You know, we played on that court one on one, and the winner of the game got the master bedroom in the apartment. Ooh, and. Good. Well, we played. So this, this is what happened. I, so on, I, oh, here we go. What had happened was we the first time we played. I think I don't know. I one of he the one or I won. Then we played again, and the opposite person won. It was me. I won the last time we played. And then we played the third time, and he just he ain't missing a shot. The boy was lights out. I couldn't do Dude, nothing with him. I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't do nothing with him. I, I can't lie. He he did his thing. Mm. Is that how him and JT decided who was going to start the yeah. the next season too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what went into that. I <laughs> I had defensive things to worry about. Oh. All right, Tyrus Powell, great as always. <laughs> you were right about this interview stretching closer to forty-five minutes than thirty minutes. Um, so. We had it in the bag until I brought up basketball. That was your fault. <laughs> that was your fault. It was worth it, though. It was worth it. Tyvis, tell everyone, I'm not making a joke with this. I'm being serious. Tell everyone all the different places to, you know, follow you and listen to you, like the accounts and stuff. I'm being serious. It is multiple places, but tell everyone what they are. <laughs> all right. So if you want to listen to me, I am on 97.1 The Fan. I'm typically doing Buckeye shows six to eight, but 
Um, as of lately, I've been filling in for Anthony Rothman, so you can catch me sometimes on Rothman and Ice, which is 12 to 3. Um, if not there, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show every Wednesday and Friday. Um, that's on YouTube. Please subscribe, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Um, we're trying to get our our subscribers up. We had like 12,000. We need to get to like 13,000 by the end of the month or something like that. So please subscribe there. And then on Browns game days, which would be typically Sundays, you can catch me on the pregame. You can catch that on ESPN 850 AM on the radio, or you can get on the Browns app and listen to it there. Pregame show and postgame show. And if you want to follow me on social networks, at one Tyvis on Twitter and Instagram. Go Bucks. The legend. There you go. <laughs> All right. Joining us now on Drive the Lane, Tyler James, who covers Notre Dame football, recruiting, and more for Inside ND Sports, which is the rivals affiliate for Notre Dame. Tyler, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. So I know uh, we're all pretty fired up about this game coming up. Yeah, no doubt. Obviously, season opener is enough to get excited about. You probably double, triple, quadruple that when you get a top five matchup. You even It's even more crazy when it's two of the most storied programs in the history of college football. Obviously, it, the ties go even deeper than that. Um, we're excited, but when, when we have guys like yourself, when because we're an Ohio State show, we talk Ohio State all the time, our main question for you is treat us like a couple of idiots. What should we know about Notre Dame football? Yeah, well, uh, I think Ohio State fans are fair, fairly familiar with the head coach, uh, Marcus Freeman, making his uh, – not his head coaching debut because he did coach in the in the bowl game, but coaching uh, into a season for the first time, former Ohio State linebacker. Um, he's put some energy into the program after a pretty uh, strange situation and Brian Kelly sort of up and leaving so somewhat out of nowhere. Um, uh, done a good job recruiting and uh, – has his hands full, certainly going into the first game of the season at Ohio State. Uh, Notre Dame strengths are, are pretty much what they've been in, in recent years with the offensive line and defensive line being um, really talented and, and is particularly on the defensive line deep. Uh, the offense has lots of question marks. Um, biggest question marks at the wide receiver position. Avery Davis, who was coming back from a knee injury last season, suffered another season-ending injury. Um, he would have been Notre Dame's starting slot receiver, and they were already sort of thin at the wide receiver position as is going into the season. So a lot of guys are going to be, be asked to step up. The biggest and best receiver, I think, on the roster is Lorenzo Stiles, who's from the Columbus area. His dad played at Ohio State, and his uh, younger brother, Sonny, is on the, the Ohio State roster. Um, and then the golden boy is Tyler Buckner, the sophomore quarterback. He played some time last year um, as more of a running threat to give uh, defenses something to think about because Jack Cohn wasn't very good at running. Um, and uh, he's given the reins to the offense now, and we're going to see what it looks like with him back there with uh, some questionable pieces on the offense, but I think the running backs will be pretty good. Michael Mayer is one of the best tight ends in the country. Um, and then obviously Notre Dame's defense, you got to try and stop, C.J. Stroud and that passing attack, and certainly Trevion Henderson is no slouch either in the running game. So uh, Notre Dame's secondary is probably a weakness uh, of the defense. Um, that was something that's really struggled in the Fiesta Bowl, especially in the second half. Um, and so Notre Dame's trying to shore that up, brought in a former All-American safety from Northwestern to sort of replace Kyle Hamilton, who didn't even play the back half of last season. And uh, – the cornerbacks are pretty much the same. And so they'll be asked to keep improving. Um, there's some young guys trying to crack the lineup there, but it's a pretty veteran group on defense. It's just a matter of if they're, if they're ceiling and athletic talents can sort of match up with what Ohio state's going to throw at them. That was a lot of information right there. And we're, we're grateful for it. We're thankful for it. I know the listeners will be too. There's two things about this game and Notre Dame that stick out to me. One is the 15 and a half point line. It may be higher, maybe lower by the time people listen to this. And then the number five ranking next to Notre Dame was a little surprising to me. Which one of those two do you think is, you know, more accurate? Um, probably the point spread. I, I mean, I, I understand the point spread. I mean, I understand the poll ranking too. I mean, who, who the heck knows? I mean, I think there's like three or four really good teams in college football and everyone else is like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so wh why, why not rank Notre Dame up there given the recent success? 
um, and and some of the confidence that is coming from Marcus Freeman and, and Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, staying within the program. But to go into Ohio State and expect a first-time starting quarterback, a first-year head coach to win the season opener um, against an Ohio State team that's bringing back a lot of talent, um, that that's a big ask. And I think because Notre Dame, or Ohio State's offense can be as high scoring as it is, I think you sort of have to make the spread sort of bigger than you would imagine when you're talking about two top five teams. So let, let's pose it this way, because obviously uh, we run out of creative ways to ask who do you think is going to win. Um, but from your perspective, give me Notre Dame wins if, and Ohio State wins if. Yeah, I mean, I think Ohio State wins if C.J. Stroud is C.J. Stroud. And I, I think that the reason why Ohio State is more likely to win because I don't think Ohio State has to do that much more above their expectations to win the game, whereas Notre Dame, in my opinion, has a lot more to prove. Uh, certainly Ohio State's defense has plenty of question marks, um, and I think Ohio State fans have some confidence in that turning around with Jim Knowles as the defensive coordinator. Uh, but I think – Ohio State's offense is going to – if they if they win, they're going to be high-scoring. C.J. Stroud's going to do what he does. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba's going to be able to do whatever he wants against Notre Dame secondary. Um, and the Ohio State offense is just going to be really hard to stop for Notre Dame. For for Notre Dame to win, I think they're going to have to probably control the ball a little bit. I don't – Notre Dame isn't necessarily going to punch Ohio State in the mouth like Michigan did. But I think some of the recipe that Michigan had would be – probably a, a recipe that Notre Dame would hopefully try to replicate. I don't think Tyler Buckner is going to go in there and be able to throw the ball all, all over Ohio state. I mean, they're going to look for maybe some big plays in the passing game, but they're going to hope to try and establish the run. He's a running threat himself um, and, and give Ohio state um, some problems there. I think Notre Dame's offensive line has a chance to be really good. Um, and so that's Notre Dame really needs to win sort of in the trenches on both sides of the ball. If, if they're going to be able to, to beat the Buckeyes. My last question for you. Um, so obviously, Marcus Freeman is trying to fire up the team. He's trying to get everyone ready. He's probably getting the players in the mindset like, we can win this game. We're the better team. But in your opinion, do you think deep down, him and the coaching staff are like, damn, I wish we had one year under our belt before, you know, this series with Ohio State kicked off. Or, or I wish they were coming to us this year, you know, my, my first game ever in the regular season. Like, what do you think is truly going through his head as this game is approaching? Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's really looking forward to the opportunity. I mean, it's a pretty cool opportunity for him, given the, the unique circumstances. I, I would imagine he would prefer to be playing Marshall week one rather than week two and, and then try to put things together and then go to, into Ohio State and certainly uh, probably prefer that game being played at Notre Dame Stadium if he ha had a say in the matter. But, um, yeah, I mean, Notre Dame has high expectations as a program, so they're, they're not going to – admit that hey we we we're not sure that we're ready for this challenge this is the these are the challenges that they feel like they've put themselves in position to overcome um i i think it's probably a little bit early to expect notre dame to win a game like this um but i, I don't think they're going to back down from that challenge and they're going to put everything into um trying to beat ohio state um and uh really get uh, notre dame fans pretty excited because i i know that there was a lot of excitement when Marcus Freeman was hired and some of that was rained on a little bit by the way that Fiesta Bowl went with, with Oklahoma state making a big comeback from down 28, seven. And um, I, I obviously Notre Dame has sort of regained momentum on the recruiting trail, but Marcus Freeman has to win games. And I, that's, that's the biggest uh, question mark on his resume because he's never had the opportunity to do that. So my last question for you, Tyler is for the casual Ohio state fan at home when they are watching on Saturday with their boys and people are like, Oh man, I don't know anything about Notre Dame or their guys. Who's this guy. Give them one name that they can say and sound super smart. Like, Hey, watch out for this guy. You know, this, this guy on Notre Dame, I've heard some good things about him. Well, the two obvious ones are Michael Mayer, the tight end uh, who's an all American level player and could be the first tight end in next year's draft. Um, and Isaiah Foskey, the defensive end, um, who decided to stay in school. Um, uh, Michael Mayer is only a junior, so he didn't have a, he didn't have a choice, but Isaiah Foskey came back for senior season after having uh, 13 and a half sacks last season. Um, and uh, 
he he those are the two guys that if you're going to be watching a guy on either side of the ball and be like these are guys we have to worry about those are the two guys 87 tight end michael mayer and seven defensive end isaiah foskey i love it tyler i'll leave you with this if notre dame wins a great you know headline for you homecoming king all right. All right. Sounds good. I, uh, I think Marcus Freeman would be pretty happy about that. Tyler James. Thanks for coming on. Follow him at T James ND on Twitter. You got an Instagram that people should follow. Uh, just our, 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 uh, site Instagram at inside ND sports. What about TikTok? We are not on the TikTok. I, I I'm too far into my 30s to uh, to to get on the TikTok yet. But uh, we need to get some. We need to get some young bucks helping us out there. All right. Thanks, man. This has been great. Thanks, man. We hope you enjoyed those interviews with Tyvis Powell and Tyler James. It is time for you to bet on some games. Watch Ohio State because football is back. Couple of quick shout outs. Brain fuel. B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L.com. Get some brain fuel. Shout out to the intro and outro music. Our guy, Denny, he's going to be hopping on the show eventually to talk about his music career. He's a cool dude. Hope you like the music. Um, I mean, I don't have much else to say besides. I'll say this, Andrew. I'm I'm a basketball guy through and through, but there's something about the air shifting, getting a little colder, a little cooler. Football's on my TV. And the button, you're in Columbus. It's just the, the vibes are high. I'm so excited. It's football season, one step closer to basketball season. I, uh, it's a good also, time. It's a good time. Also, we already have next week's guest recorded, and it's an all time drive the lane interview. So if you enjoyed this episode, you're going to enjoy next episode those are for the new listeners because if you're a if you're a recurring listener you're going to listen to the next episode anyway right. one more thing we didn't touch on today is we didn't talk much about the nfl or fantasy football i haven't had my fantasy drafts yet next week we'll touch on those things joey's already lost his two leagues that he's in uh, <laughs> kind of like i kind of like i i don't fucking know we'll save it we'll save it no one cares <laughs> for the first time in a long time Buckle up, drive the lane. Go Buckeyes, baby. Blocking out early, that's the dish I don't like. Been getting paid since I was riding on the bike. Hit the pedal with the eighth, hopping on the ninth flight. I've been chilling out of sight. I'll be at the bar tonight. Told the bartender, go and take my car to swipe. You try the same thing, but your car get declined. White rappers nowadays, no, we're not too hard to find. I'm so dapper with my ways, I'm gonna linger in your mind. Always told me good things, welcome to but I've been way too patient riding bars in my basement I'm anxious in the real world it's time for me to say this the basics the talent in my mind I can't waste it my life is too safe it's my time for it's taking I'm baking my mind every day it's the same ish lazy my grind needs to get a new facelift coming from the underground and busting through the pavement right with it